Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Reassis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Welcome to this episode of the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We're talking about how to sell out your offers every single time, and this is part two. So if you haven't listened to part one of this series, you absolutely should. But this episode, oh my God, it's so good. Last episode, we talked about the content strategy to make sales, and that was already fire. But today we talk about the mental work so that you can get out of your own way and sell out your offers and make serious money online. And here's the thing. And this is so true. Most people have all these beliefs, all these thoughts about sales, and they're not even aware of them. Right. And what I noticed when I started coaching people was that you could give two people who were at the exact same level in their business, you could give them the exact same strategy, the exact same support. And one person has a 20, 30, 50K launch and the other one makes zero dollars. Why is that? Because content and sales skills are one piece of the puzzle, but you getting out of your own way is the other piece of the puzzle. What do I mean by that? Have you ever launched your offers? You started talking about it. You were all excited. You showed up on Instagram stories every day. And after the first week, it's kind of crickets. And you're like really second guessing yourself. And you're really starting to worry. And no one's bought yet. No one's answering your send me the link message and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know what I'm doing here. And this is all really scary. And then you just suddenly decide to silently walk away from this launch, just stop talking about it, hoping that no one has noticed. That is what I mean. That is one example of you standing in your own way of selling out your offers. The next thing, are you really excited. You have all these things to say and you start writing your caption and somehow it's like, it feels really like complicated and overthinking and I don't know. And then you decide, okay, well, I'm going to pause this caption. I'm going to start the next one. And then you start writing the other caption and then that one starts to feel like complicated and you start overthinking it. And then you head over to Instagram, you read five different posts. You're like, oh, this is all so good. I want to say this to my audience as well. You start five more captions. Now you've got seven captions that you've started Started, you've started writing it and they're sitting there and they're unedited and they're kind of ready to go 80% of the way they're there. And you have spent hours on this and in the end, you have absolutely nothing to put online. 
same example or same story, you are standing in your own way. So sales is part content strategy and sales skills, 100% true. But the other part is mindset and energy. And I've got one, two, three, four, four things that I want to talk about today, about the stuff that you can't see on the first glance. Now, Quick disclaimer, I used to roll my eyes when someone came with the woo-woo stuff about energy and mindset. And I I used to think mindset meant work ethic. It's not. But, and if that's you, it's okay. I've been there too. Roll your eyes and let's talk about it anyways. Okay, now check your beliefs. That's the very, very first thing. And you for sure are going to have some belief around selling. Maybe selling is bad. Maybe selling is sleazy. Maybe after the sale, you feel like you owe the person who bought something from you, your heart, your life, your soul, your firstborn, everything, right? So there's some beliefs around selling or the simple transaction of someone giving you something, like money, for example, and you owing to them. And these beliefs are sneaky sometimes. Sometimes they're obvious. If you think selling is lazy, like that's an obvious limiting belief. And we're going to talk about that in a sec. And sometimes they're very, very subtle. So for me, I used to hold the belief that if someone buys something from me, I owe them. I owe them and I need to deliver and over deliver. And I cared so much about my client results. And it was paralyzing paralyzing. That is why I needed at least two or three weeks after a launch because I first needed to make sure that my students and my clients hit the ground running and I over-delivered in every aspect possible. And if it wasn't completely done, I needed to, I, I had to stop everything in my business until my programs, my offers were done and recorded and I've got my I's dotted and my T's crossed because if I wasn't, like, if it wasn't perfect, I was not living up to my side of the deal. That's how I felt. And for me, that came back to my childhood because a lot of the times, like, my parents would say stuff like, oh, we've done X for you, now you have to do Y. Oh, we furnished your apartment, now you have to finish your bachelor's degree in business. It doesn't matter if I hated the university. It didn't matter if, if the subjects weren't interesting to me. Like, why do I need to know international accounting um, according to US GAAP, right? I'm never going to be the accountant for a US corporation. I'm just not. So why do I need that, right? It did not light me up that degree. And my parents have furnished my apartment and they had signed a rental agreement and like they've put everything in place so that I could go to university there. So I felt like I owed them. So I stuck out all three years, even though I hated every second of it, because I felt like I had to. Now, how did this reflect in my business? I would launch, I would sell the thing, and then I could not do Instagram stories. I could not post to my feed. I could not do anything in my business because 24-7 and I could not do my private life either. Like I was a very unpresent mom in that moment because I 24-7, all I could think about was, are my slides perfect? Are there any typos? Do I need to re-record anything? And if it wasn't completely done yet, I just needed to do everything. I needed to finish the workbooks. I needed to finish the videos and so on and so forth because I was so like emotionally tied up 
driven by disbelief that when someone gives me something, when someone pays me, I owe them, right? So really check your beliefs around selling. Now, this was a very like subtle one that took a lot of digging for me to figure out what was going on. Where did this compulsive urge to check my programs, to fix everything, to finish everything, where did that come from? For me, that came from from this belief that I owe people. Now, some beliefs are much more obvious. Like, for example, selling is bad. Selling is sleazy. I'm convincing people into my offers. Now, there are a couple of things that could be going on. One, it could be imposter syndrome, right? But also, two, it may just be your belief around your beliefs around selling. You think selling is really, really bad. And here I can only say one thing, right? If you're worried about pitching your offers, selling it on Instagram stories, mentioning your offers in your posts, and so on and so forth, because you're scared that you're going to upset people or they will unfollow you or that your community doesn't want you to be selling all the time, right? Yo, first of all, you created this account for your business. So stop feeling guilty for talking about the stuff that you do in your business. Okay. Second belief shift here. This this is all tough love. The people who really do get annoyed when you talk about your offers even though they decided to follow a business account. Those are the same people that are going to be yelling at the waiter when the waiter in a restaurant comes, gives them the menu and says, what would you like to have? Right? That is ridiculous. And that's on them. That's not on you. If they are annoyed by you talking about your offers, even though they chose to follow you and they came to a business account, that's their crazy. Okay? Now, selling is sleazy. You're not valuing what you bring to the table. Okay? Selling is not sleazy if your offer solves a problem, if you can actually help people. It's not sleazy at all. And also, you're not responsible for other people's decisions. If they choose and decide to invest in you, they're adults, they make their own choices. You're not convincing them. You're not pushing them. You're not showing up at their doorsteps, putting a foot in their door and saying, holding a gun to their face, being like, hey, buy my stuff, right? There's no pressure here, right? So if you don't follow up in the DMs 425 times and you're not harassing them and All you do is simply talk about your offers in your posts and your Instagram stories, which again, they choose and they decide whether they want to listen to it, watch it, follow it, read it, consume it. It is all their choice. It is their decision. Stop taking responsibility for your audience's decisions and emotions. It's not your job. Okay? It is not your job. They're grown adults. They can decide on their own. And if they feel annoyed by you, they can unfollow you. They can leave the restaurant. But don't stop talking about what's on the menu for your business. Okay? I know that when I talk about my offers, whether that be NCA, ACB, CTS, the mastermind, doesn't matter. My one-on-one, I help people. The people who have gone through these programs, they're freaking raving. So 
I'm going to be hell-bent to talk about them as much as possible. And I want people to know about these offers as much as possible because I want them to know that if they have problem X, Y, and Z, I've got a solution for them. (sighs) Checking your beliefs around sales. So huge. So important. Because if you feel salesy and sleazy when you're selling, you're never going to show up as much as you need to in order to create hype. You're never going to talk about your offers enough to make people offer aware. You're going to hold yourself back from having all the ideas how you can create interest, desire, trust, and action, right? And this is really important. You're really going to block yourself from selling out your offers. Number two, managing your emotions. And this is so important, especially for launching. Oh my God. Oh my God. Emotions. Launching is an emotional roller coaster, especially if you only have one offer. Why is that? Because when you launch, you have a specific start and end date. You're tying the outcome to a specific timeline which requires your creativity to show up on time, your clients to show up on time. And that that's a lot. That's a lot to ask for. And it's a lot of pressure. So the timeline, right, puts much more emotions to it. The other fact is that if you start and end your program in a specific period of time, you launch starts and ends in a specific period of time, and you aren't actually filling all the seats, then you've got so much more pressure because now you have to launch earlier because you may run out of money because you launch once, you make money once, but then you don't for three months and that puts a lot of pressure on your financials. And when you have financial worries, then you're going to show up with a with a vibe of lack and scarcity. And these emotions, they just show, they transpire into your Instagram stories, they transpire into your actions, because suddenly you're going to start DMing people and following up again. And that's why it's so important that you manage your emotions. And here's the thing, if you post and there's crickets, you feel down, you stop talking about it for five days. Or you post something and someone leaves a shitty comment. I posted a reel to the Content Lounge um, podcast account. Um, and I guess I wasn't hitting the beat. I don't see it, to be honest. I have no sense of rhythm. <laughs> I thought I did great. The first comment was someone commented just a trash emoji. So I guess I'm trash. And the second person said, why would you even bother to move your hands if you can't hit the goddamn beat? Like, okay. Is this going to stop me from posting? Is this going to stop me from sharing reels? No, I'm going to be sharing reels where I don't hit the beat and dance like crazy because I can neither dance nor keep a rhythm. Y'all, these like reels where you are tapping something in a rhythm and moving your mouth according to like to do the lip sync is just the death of me because I can only do one or the other. So I'm either singing or lip syncing or tapping. It is not happening at the same time. And you know what I commented underneath that comment, that mean hater comment, which three people liked, like y'all. If you don't like me, get out of my world. I commented because I'm fine with it. Because my emotions are detached. I don't care if you've got a problem with my lack of rhythm. Hell, (laughs) if you don't like it, don't come here. 
And that's so important. When I started my business and someone would send me a mean DM or someone would leave a mean comment like that, I would get so in my head. I would feel so bad. I would stop posting reels. I would stop showing up on Instagram stories. I would get totally in my head. If my launch wasn't taking off like a rocket in like the first two hours of like posting about it, that would like cry my eyes out, you guys, right? Biggest fear, someone telling me publicly on Instagram that you're fat. Okay, now if someone does that, I'm like, okay, <laughs> cool. You got some stuff to sort out. Please take it to, to a therapist, not out here, right? If a former client unfollows you, you think you're a horrible coach, scrap the offers, or you're a horrible service provider, scrap the offers, you ugly cry for a week, you can't afford yourself that. And this is so, so, so important because if you constantly sit in this huge storm of limiting beliefs, it's really hard to take action. You make your own life heavier. Selling is a game of repetition and embodiment. You need to stay in high vibe energy so that you can show up powerfully and so that you can continuously take action. Y'all, if I if I launch, let's say I do a free master class for my for my CTS launch, that means I have talked about CTS publicly for probably two, three weeks already, every single day on Instagram stories or in my in-feed posts. I don't like one of the two. I've probably sent a couple of emails. Now I'm talking about it on the podcast, right? Selling is a game of repetition and embodiment. You've got to show up powerfully and you've got to repeat your offers. Otherwise, you never create offer awareness. And if your audience can't connect the dots between this is the problem I have and this is the offer that could help me solve that, then they're not going to buy because they simply don't connect the dots. Like there is no, there's no connection. There's no bridge there, right? So selling is a game of repetition and embodiment. And if this comes up every time you launch something new. Because every time you launch something new, there's some reason why people shouldn't be buying, right? This is the first time I'm selling a low ticket offer. This is the first time I'm selling my high ticket, super high ticket one-on-one service. This is the first time I'm talking about something completely different than content. Like when I launched my offer suite, I launched like, I think eight offers in 2021. There was always a reason my my brain kept telling me this is really scary and like we should feel really scared about disappointment and prepare yourself for disappointment because this is the first time you're selling something below $500. This is the first time you're selling something above $3,000. This is the first time you're talking about something that has nothing to do with captions, right? So super, super important. Every time you launch, every time you sell something new, every time you create a new offer, you've got to be able to manage your emotions so that you can show up powerfully and magnetically. Now, if you're launching, if you want to launch your offer suite, I really want you to consider joining the C2S Mastermind because if you want to launch three to five new offers, over the course of six months, and then create all these bridges to like upsell and cross-sell and the process behind it to help you hit those effortless 20 to 30k months. Simply being in a container with other women who are going the same path as you and having a coach who can hold the space for you and 
catch you when your emotions and your beliefs are driving you crazy and make you want to hide under your covers. And I promise you they will, because every time you launch something new, this is going to happen. So, so, so important. Okay, just want to put this out there. C2S Mastermind is where we launch a strategic offer suite together. We create the positioning and the content strategy behind each individual offer. And I will support you and the community will support you through the beliefs and emotions that will inevitably pop up. Okay, third step, tapping into your intuition. Now, most entrepreneurs, when they start out, what they really need is like structure and process to which they can cling on for their life because business feels so big and so overwhelming that they're like, oh my God, like they're overthinking everything. And structure and process is what helps them get out of inertia, out of overwhelm, out of like freaking out mode and into, okay, it's hard, but I'm taking action and it's working out. Now, once you know how to sell and launch one offer, or maybe two, and you're getting more and more comfortable listening to your audience, reading how is like the vibe, are people like really engaged right now? Um, Or do I need to like spice them up a little bit? Do I need to reconnect? Your intuition will tell you when you're in your launch, your intuition will start to chip in being like, oh, now will be a great time. And it will start to give you ideas. You know, in my last episode, I told you about this email about my my model scouting experience where I was scouted three times, three times. I told myself, I'm not ready. 10 years later, I've never gone to, to, to an open call, right? <laughs> this idea, I did not plan on that. That idea popped up in the moment. I was like, oh, where did the story come from? Why does it, why is it in the forefront of my mind? I haven't thought about modeling in probably five years. Y'all, I had kids in the last three years. Like I was so far away from modeling <laughs> with my big prego belly. Like that thought, like that story hadn't popped up in my head, but I knew someone had to hear that story. And I did get email responses and C2S applications for it. So I knew someone had to hear that story. Someone needed to hear ready is not a feeling. Ready is when the opportunity pops up in front of you and you choose to take action, right? Someone had to hear that. That was my intuition downloading it straight for that person. So once you've actually mastered or at least gotten comfortable with posting, you've found your rhythm, you've learned how to sell one thing, you can actually start to include your intuition. And usually we have some content ideas, but before we can take action, um, we need to come up, <laughs> we, we come up with some excuse, right? So I really want you to start training yourself to recognize intuition, right? So when you have an idea of like, oh, I should write about that. Be really careful because that is the moment when fear chips in. (laughs) I'm going to repeat this again. You're like, oh, modeling idea. It's like your, whatever your content idea is like, oh, I should write about that. Do it right that moment. Because the second thought will always be, oh, I should scroll on Instagram and see what's happening. I need to check my email stats. I need to check my Facebook group. I don't know. Right? Your brain is going to come up with some excuse or some distraction because following your intuition is scary, especially if you haven't practiced that a lot. So tapping into your intuition, listening to it, 
taking action on it and then and 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 actually practicing that intuition is a muscle so that is the second part to actually selling out your offers it is so 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 important that you learn how to check your beliefs handle your emotions and tap into intuition into your intuition and this is really also the secret that took me to the 20 to 30k month because I no longer could afford to let the beliefs run the show. I had to step into my full power as an entrepreneur. And I'm pretty sure that once I want to hit 50k months or 100k months, I will again need the support from a coach to help me get those 50k months, get those 100k months. When I'm going to have my first six-figure launch, I'm going to stand there and be like, okay, the next launch is going to be a six-figure launch. And the first thing I know that will happen, I know because we're human, right? We all have this human experience. The first thing that I know will happen is that my brain's going to go like, 100K launch? You've never done that before. It It is not going to happen. Your audience hasn't grown enough. That's never going to happen. Like, 100K? No way right? And then having the tools and the skills to actually move through that, priceless. And most importantly, having the support to move through that, priceless. So how do you sell out your offers? Recap from the first and the second episode. The first episode was all about your content strategy. Your content only turns strangers into clients if you create interest, desire, trust, and action. Interest with catnip content to attract more people, more of the right people to your account. Desire for your offer. Trust that you're not a scam and action by showing up the consequences. And then once you know how to create content like that, you also have to make sure you've got your mindset under control. You've got to check your beliefs, remove all the beliefs that are standing in your way that are holding you back, right? Selling isn't bad. Selling isn't sleazy. Having money isn't greedy. Charging your worth isn't unethical right? All of that needs to go. Managing your emotions so that when stuff happens, when people unfollow you, when people unsubscribe from you, when someone leaves you a trash emoji under your reel, you don't stop showing up and tapping into your intuition because your intuition is probably the most powerful tool you have in a bi- in your business as a woman. We're all intuitive creatures, women, okay? That's why there's so much talk about feminine energy and flow. It's when you actually learn to tap into your intuition. But for that, you first have to manage or learn or master the technical skills of creating content. Because only when you know how to walk, you're free to walk anywhere, right? Once you've learned the technical skills of creating content and selling and how that all works, then your intuition can take you to your wildest dreams goals. So share with your three business besties, three entrepreneur friends. And as always, just know I love you all. Thank you so much for being here. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. 
This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.